Percy, some people talk about having faith in God or trusting in science, but is it possible to do both? It is definitely not an either-or scenario. In fact, the best way is when we have faith in God to lead us and to guide us through the best that medical science has to offer, we benefit from the best of both worlds, and that's a blessing. Well, coming up, we're going to hear from a cancer patient who found strength by trusting God for her scientific medical care. Don't miss it. Coming up next. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Percy, you come up with such interesting conversation points here on the program. I'm looking forward to this today. Today is going to be a great conversation for many different reasons because we're going to listen to someone who started out with one mindset about doing conventional treatment and then shifted gears and was led by God to do so. Today, we're going to talk about the conundrum of uh, medical care and walking by faith. And this particular conversation is going to add some clarity to that. Discussion. All right. We will begin that conversation in a few moments here on the program. But we'd like to start with a question for our listeners today, as we sometimes do. Here's the question you could answer if you go to our website. What was the greatest challenge to your faith during your cancer journey? Now, we've asked that question before in various ways, and we've received various responses, but we'd love to hear your response to that question. What was the greatest challenge to your faith during your cancer journey? Answer at the website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Those answers are read. Uh, all of them are read, Percy. You have one in front of you right now. I do. We have a respondent from Lawton, Oklahoma, and the question that was asked was what was something you learned during your cancer journey? And the respondent said this, Percy, I'm an eight-year cancer survivor. God healed me. What I learned from this journey is that I was never alone. When Jesus said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, he is speaking in a true literal sense. You know, often people say, I'm here for you, but often we find those dear folks are sometimes hard to find because they have lives to live and responsibilities. Mm -hmm. We as people of God are and should always be dependent upon the Lord. I have found that my walk with my journey with cancer was one which enabled me and my walk with the Lord to become deeper. Well, that's a great response, and it's a good example of how listeners help each other here through the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So we'd love to have your response to our question this week. What was the greatest challenge to your faith during your cancer journey? Answer at healthhopeandinspiration.com. That website is also available for free resources. This week's featured resource, How God Works Through Doctors. Percy, this fits right in with a conversation to come. It does, because we need to continue to embrace and, and not be fearful of the medical community, uh, not run from uh, medicine and science, but understand that, again, medicine and science, as I've often said, is a gift. And all good gifts come from above, from the Father of lights. And so this particular document will just give, up, give us some confidence as people of faith, if you will, particularly if you may be struggling with or through the idea of how do I continue to walk by faith, but also uh, seek medical care? And so we remind you that Jesus knew that there would be doctors. As a matter of fact, Jesus had a physician mm -hmm. as part of the original uh, yep. disciples. Dr. So Luke. 
Absolutely. Doctors were part of the life of and in the New Testament, as an example. And so with that being said, uh, we need to continue to understand that we can still be people of faith and still utilize good medical care. And this document will help to reinforce and give confidence. to. So why not download it? It's free. How God Works Through Doctors. You'll find it at healthhopeandinspiration.com. We take God's Word very seriously here, and it always challenges us to read God's Word, and we always like to open with a portion of the Word here on this podcast. And so with that, our spiritual nugget for today is found in Psalm 62, uh, verse number 8, and it says this, Trust in Him at all times, talking about God, Jehovah. Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him because God is a refuge for us. And that'll shape today's conversation as we continue to think and talk about what uh, walking by faith and trusting in God means and how we continue to utilize medical treatment and care. Percy's conversation with our guest begins in just a moment. With locations in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa, Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a comprehensive cancer care network that takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And you can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, let's get some inspiration from our guest as Percy talks with her now here on our program. Well, with me today is Emma Jean Best, and she is a current breast cancer patient treating at Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show today, my dear. How are you? I'm blessed to be here. Blessed and highly favored? Blessed and highly uh -oh, favored. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I think we got a believer in the house. <laughs> As I often tell people, I'm blessed by the best, and I'm not guessing on a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the show, my dear. As always, uh, here on the show, we talk to cancer patients or doctors, clinicians, anyone that has been involved with the cancer care conversation. And of course, you certainly uh, would qualify for that as you have, uh, you are dealing with currently being treated for breast cancer. When were you first originally diagnosed roughly with cancer? If you really want to know the truth, it was around 2003. Okay. So you've been, you've been walking this path a little while. Uh -huh. But I didn't do anything about it then. Okay. And we're going to talk about that because I think it's an interesting point because mm -hmm. clearly today mm -hmm. you're receiving medical care. Yes. So we're, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. Okay. But I do want you to uh, help the listener who may be listening right now mm -hmm. to get a sense of uh, when you first were told that you have cancer, how did you respond to that? What, what was going on in your thinking? I kind of wanted to um, – I was in denial because of what had happened previous, because I was diagnosed, I was told to have an operation immediately. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I told the doctors, let me just go home and talk to my father and see how he wants me to handle this, because if that's what he wants me to do, then I will. Okay. But I got home. My mother's watching TV. The preacher is walking back and forth, and I'm talking to somebody who has to make a decision today. And the God is telling me to tell you, don't do nothing but trust him. Okay. So I did nothing but trust him for 10 years. Okay. For 10 years, you went without medical treatment and care. Right. And so eventually, somewhere along the line, mm-hmm. um, you had to circle back this way. I did. And then you made a decision to actually receive medical care. Yes. Let's talk about it. Well, um, my insurance company, having been diagnosed, they called me to find out who was treating me. What, what was I doing about my diagnosis? And during that conversation, they said, well, we're going to set you up to get a mammogram. They called breast imaging um, and set up an appointment for me. Mm-hmm. For five years, I had a mammogram, and they came back um, negative. Okay. Benign. Okay. Nice. So in 2018, the mammogram came back um, suspicious. Okay. And um, that I needed to get a biopsy and test. Okay. You know, we tested for it. So you did that. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I'm assuming then at some point, you and a doctor and a clinician somewhere got together and said, we need to do X, Y, and Z, and you started treatment. Yes. That was that was around March when I got the um, abnormal uh, mammogram. And I began to trust God again to do nothing. And then I developed... Um, lymphedema in my arm, mm-hmm. and my, my physician sent me to the hospital, and the hospital sent me to a specialist. Okay. And the specialist um, diagnosed me, and I went through the tests and said that I needed um, chemo, that I needed um, mastectomy, that I needed radiation. Okay. And I told them, you're crazy. I'm not going through that. Okay. And um, he said, but you must. I said, well, would you do it? (laughs) Long story short, I wanted a second opinion. He sent me to Cancer Treatment Center of America here in Philadelphia, and I agreed. So I want to synthesize. There's a lot that's been said here. Okay. And you have covered... Uh, a lot of what we talk about on this show, what I have, I've been doing this 24 years, mm-hmm. working with the cancer community. I have been recently diagnosed with colon cancer myself six mm-hmm. weeks ago. And I want to see if we can kind of wrap our arms around a couple of things. First and foremost, you started out uh, being diagnosed originally, and your position was not to do anything, and you did not. And then later on, and I'm just kind of speeding up the timeline. I did do something. I trusted God for healing. So as a recap, uh, originally when you were diagnosed with cancer, you opted not to do medical care and just to trust God. Right. And then later on down the line, um, you then circled back around this way, and then you you opted to do medical care and treatment. My question to you and for the audience, because this is a controversial area. Mm -hmm. Been doing this a long, long time. Mm -hmm. 
And I have seen many people who have struggled with, should I do medical care or should I not do medical mm-hmm. care? If I'm a believer, I just should trust God and, and bypass the whole medical process. Mm-hmm. Would it be safe to say that you were fearful of the potential negative side effects and that this was one of the reasons you initially opted not to pursue medical treatment and instead just believe in God for your healing? Exactly. I've been attending a holistic doctor mm-hmm. for like five years. Yep. She's totally against chemo and radiation. So a lot of people are. Uh-huh. Now, just for the record, uh, I am I am contrary to that school of thought, but mm-hmm. that that's neither here nor there. Okay. Uh, the point that I want to make here is is that uh, when you when you were circling back the second time later on down the line, something shifted and mm-hmm. changed in your thinking mm-hmm. that allowed you to say, "Okay, I will do clinical care and medical mm-hmm. care." What was the shift or change that allowed you to make that decision the second time that you did not make the first time? The shift was choosing to trust God no matter what I decided to do. Okay. I like it. And coming here, meeting all of the the team, the Mm -hmm. doctors, Mm -hmm. um, just convinced me that I should trust God. And that was difficult. Because my my doctor, mm-hmm. you know, my holistic doctor and I were tight. Yep. She was like a mother, as well as supplying me with all the herbs, you know, Understood. and vitamins that I needed. Yeah. And so when I chose, I had to make a choice to come here. That means I had to divorce her. And not so much divorcing her as a person but the divorcing of the school of thought she represented, which was not utilizing conventional medical treatment. I've seen really great and wonderful people of faith who, with good intentions, felt that they needed to simply and only trust God in the situation, and really bad results happened, just really terrible things. And I've been by the bedside of patients also and family members who were loved ones uh, and their children and members from churches who have said, Reverend, uh, you're the man of God. Why didn't God heal my mother? Or why didn't God heal my sister or my cousin? Mm -hmm. I remember a young man, he was probably 16 years old, and his mom was a devout believer. And, and, you know, she was trusting God, and she died. And he said, why did God let my mom die? And it was one of the most difficult conversations Mm -hmm. and responses that I had to give. But the point that I want to make here is, to the point that you just made that you had to you you came to a different conclusion mm-hmm. and i really i really want to deal with why you came to a different conclusion and what i heard you say mm-hmm. is that you met the team at cancer treatment centers mm-hmm. of america and the approach that they provided to you mm-hmm. which included of course medical treatment and care mm-hmm. but i would have to believe that you must have met several individuals from the pastoral care team and the behavioral health care team as well. Uh, Didn't you meet a group of people who said they were going to put a plan that was going to take care of your whole person, including your spiritual needs? Exactly. And that was the difference for you? Yes. So providing whole person support along with conventional medical treatment was a difference maker for you. Mm -hmm. So here we are now. Uh, how are you doing? You've been now underneath that umbrella of care, medical treatment, nutritional support, uh, naturopathic support, spiritual support. How are we doing today? Where are we today clinically? 
how, what would you describe that as? You're still treating, obviously, mm-hmm. but how do you feel and how do you feel about your process? I feel like I've been chosen to go through this. I just told somebody this earlier today. It's been beautiful. I'm going through the process. Mm-hmm. And it's been beautiful. Yes, I've had chemo. Um, the side effects weren't that pleasant. Yep. But I didn't go through it by myself. Correct. I had the paraclete. I had the Holy Ghost ah. to walk me through. And um, instead of complaining, I just worshiped. I just gave God praise, honor, and glory for allowing me yes. to experience this. I'm a minister, so it's like you, you can't minister something that you haven't experienced. No, you can't. I mean, you can, you can, you can read the, you know, you can read the words on the page, but it's something about when you've experienced God yes. as your Lord and Savior, your friend, your deliverer, your everything. Yes. It just makes going through it so much more pleasant. So despite some unpleasant side effects, being supported during your journey with nutritional, naturopathic, and spiritual services allowed you basically to endure clinical treatment. Yes. And so with that, with the few seconds that we have left, what would you say then after all of that, and I guess I'm pretty sure I'm going to guess what you're going to say, what is, what is the thing that drives your hope? What is it that keeps you hopeful? Jesus. Jesus. The gospel of Jesus mm. Christ. Um, his word. That's yeah. who he is. Yeah. But trusting him with all my heart and not leaning on my own understanding um, is, is, is my passion. Just okay. trusting God every second, minute, Amen. hour. And so as we talk to someone listening today, uh, you may need to make a phone call to your doctor or to your clinical care team. But in the midst of that, that the foundation of standing on the rock, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the anchor of your soul. Yes. The the true and living bread of life. Yes. And it will hold you. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Today, you have heard from Emma Jean Best, who is a current breast cancer patient. The story that she has shared was that she started out not doing medical care, but found her way back to the medical community at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, where she was supported and nurtured through her process. Today, she stands firmly on the rock of her salvation. My dear, we salute you. My sister, we thank you. Percy, thank you for bringing Imogene to us here today. I want to talk about some of the things she shared with you in just a moment. You know, caring for people living with cancer is a growing need in every church today. And to address the issue, we've developed the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network to equip and empower every Christian leader to better meet this great need. If you're a pastor, a leader in your church or congregation, we want to invite you to join this growing family of informed ministry leaders, the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. Joining is free. When you sign up, you'll receive online access to exclusive leaders' resources. There's information about ministry training opportunities and our informative monthly email newsletter. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page and learn about the Ministry Leaders Network. What a dear lady, Imogene, that you brought to us here today. We've, we learned a lot from her, didn't we? Well, we, we always learn tremendous truths and principles, and I think that that's one of the great things about 
uh, the cancer conversation and continuum is that there are tremendous principles of truth that we learn from people who have walked the path of cancer and treatment. And one of the, uh, I think, tremendous principles that we found out here is, and it's not uncommon, uh, as many of us may be aware, particularly people who are steeped in their faith, uh, in their belief system of trusting God and believing God, is that there can be times of con uh, confusion or conundrum of trying to decide, should I only trust in God and mm -hmm. utilize my faith? And you know, Wayne, we've talked about that on many occasions yes, we here. Have. Uh, or do I then incorporate uh, some sort of medical process along with uh, and utilizing my faith? And this particular person, Imogene, basically shared with us that initially when she was diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer, uh, the first time that she opted not to do treatment and did that for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And so uh, eventually, you know, through a series of events and things that have taken place, that then she found her way back to a clinical environment and space and yeah. pathway. But the you know, one of the takeaways here is that God gives us choices. Mm -hmm. You know, God does not make us do anything. That's right. And, uh, you know, he, he allows us, just like good parents uh, who raise children, that at some point you have to allow your children to make choices and decisions. And in this particular case, that did happen, and the grace of God prevailed on her behalf. Thank yeah, goodness. I was just thinking about that grace that sustained her. Now, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not a guarantee that God's going to give us 10 years you know, that, like that. That is correct. That is correct. And I would certainly say, respectfully speaking, uh, that we should be very mindful and careful uh, because certainly, you know, things could have potentially turned out very differently mm -hmm. in Imogene's behalf, but it did not. And we thank God for his grace and his mercy. Indeed. But she did then eventually find her way back to the place where she had to come to terms with clinical treatment and care. But I think it's important, and Imogene uh, made the point herself that uh, as much as she was believing and, and assuming that she was walking in faith, the fact of the matter is she said that quite a bit of just being in denial is what drove that decision. Yeah. And so that can happen. We can confuse denial at times with walking by faith. And it was particularly because, as is the case for many cancer patients, coming to terms with some of the possible rigors of conventional treatment and care, you know, chemotherapy, radiation, surgery, uh, breast cancer surgery for a lot of uh, patients, you know, particularly may mean uh, a removal uh, or disfiguring if, of sorts. And that can mm -hmm. be daunting and sure. overwhelming. And yeah. so could one go into denial thinking that they were walking or believing, I should say, that they were walking by faith? Absolutely. And so she she helped us to kind of come to terms with that. And then uh, she said that what really helped her to turn that corner is the fact that when she met uh, at a later date and a later time to talk about clinical treatment options, that she was impressed and she felt comfortable because she met a team of uh, clinicians and individuals who surrounded her yeah. and that gave her a sense of confidence to a certain extent. Yeah, that that meant so much to her. And uh, that really stuck out to me as well, that that team really ministered to her. And, and I think it's important to highlight the fact that one of the things that, you know, certainly uh, at Cancer Treatment Centers of America is that there is a team approach that begins to look at the whole person or integrative model of care, if you will. Uh, obviously, there's a clinical and a medical uh, component that is driving that. 
but then the support services of, of psychological care or behavioral support, uh, emotional support, spiritual support. And in this particular case, uh, she said those were really big deciding factors that allowed her to feel comfortable in pursuing medical treatment, but also being able to utilize her faith and combine them together or integrate them together in a way that allowed her to pursue medical treatment. And she is still moving forward. And thank God she is still doing uh, things that needs to be done. And she attributed the fact that she felt comfortable because of the team approach. So again, yeah. she taught us some things and yeah. may be speaking to someone that may be listening to that. Yeah. Well, we'll continue this in just a moment. But let me say that if you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a comprehensive cancer care network that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. You can visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com, click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, or contact a member of the team with questions about your own diagnostic and treatment options. The number is 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And you can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. You can learn more at that website by downloading our free resource, How God Works Through Doctors. Percy, you've put this together as a, a free item that our listeners can download and print off as many copies as they'd like to share. Yeah, it's a great resource. And again, just reminding us, to, again, to maintain a balanced perspective that we are uh, spiritual beings and we serve a, a true and living God, but there are natural gifts that God has placed in the earth. And one of those gifts uh, are our medicine and science and certainly facilitated through individuals that we call physicians and doctors. And, and uh, I also would like to say that there are many uh, physicians and doctors that we've actually interviewed on this show who are believers, mm -hmm. who are people of faith, who yeah. have strong abiding spiritual belief systems. So again, understanding, and this document just helps to reinforce the idea that medicine and science is not some uh, uh, offshoot or you know some negative dynamic that we have to be afraid of, but we can incorporate and embrace because again, uh, Jesus knew that there would be doctors. He actually had a physician on his staff. So this, <laughs> this document will just help give us a confidence in the medical world and doctors that we can amalgamate our faith along with our medical experience. Well, we've learned today that we need to trust God through everything, including our medical care. Let me remind you about our question of the week that we'd love to have your response to. We know that you have much to share with people through what you've been through, and we'd like to hear about it. So answer this question if you would. What was the greatest challenge to your faith during your cancer journey? Answer at healthhopeandinspiration.com, where you can also download that free resource that Percy just talked about, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Let's wrap up. Let's go back to that verse of scripture you shared with us earlier. Well, we'll close. And now that we've heard the context of, of this conversation, uh, trusting God in all things and all situations under all circumstances, this scripture now will come alive and hopefully explode in our hearts with power and strength. Psalm 62 is our spiritual nugget that we started with verse eight and it says, trust in him, capital H, meaning God, in at all times, trust in him at all times, you people, 
pour out your heart before him, God is a refuge for us. So, so no matter where we are, no matter what we're going through, no matter what our circumstances are in the natural, God is with us at all times and we can trust him in all things and we can believe that he is with us under every set of circumstances. And that is good news. Indeed. Take that scripture with you into your day. And thanks for listening. Uh, Take time to review this podcast online if you would and pass the link along to others. Health, hope and inspiration. Percy, uh, thank you, brother. It's always good to talk with you. Absolutely. And remember, we've got work to do. Keep chopping the wood. God bless you guys. That's Percy McCray, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with past pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.